This is Nate Stoddard from Sundance Canyon Academy. I'm here with Frank Brunt, uh, the program director. Frank, how are you today? I'm doing well, doing well. Thank you. Good. Thanks for joining us today on our podcast. Um, I'm going to just jump right into it first, uh, but but before I get into too many questions with you, I'd like you to give us a little bit about you and your position at Sundance, where you come from. Just give us a little info about you, would you? Sure, sure. Uh, my name is Frank Brunt. I, as he mentioned, I'm the program director at Sundance Canada Academy. Had my start in the industry of working with kids probably nine years back. Mm. Uh, initially started out at uh, detention, juvie. Had an understanding that the the impact I could have was probably more effective if I hit them early before that point. Slowly transitioned over to Sundance to where I've been here for the past seven and a half years. And I truly found where my passion lies, and that's working with kids and making a change, uh, being instrumental in that change for the better. So That's great. That's great. So I'm going to jump into the meat then. So tell me what the best part of your job is. I mean, oh, you said uh, some inspiration there of, of, you know, I feel this X, Y, and Z about my job and the kids and the influence I can have. Tell me what the best part is. You know, I, I feel like passion is, is where the fun is for you. And my fun is in the fact that I get to play with these guys. Rec therapy, play therapy, if you, if you will. Mm. Yeah. What kind of play therapy? Give me, give me an idea of what play therapy you guys are talking about. I mean, you're actually sitting down like on a bicycle and... <laughs> and talking things over with with each other, or what does play therapy look like? All the above. Okay. So a, a typical day for me looks like um, me coming in at seven in the morning, getting some chores and some character building opportunities out of the way for these guys, and then moving over to the gym. Um, and that's kind of where my bread and butter is with these guys, building that relationship with them. I get to go and play basketball for, with them for about forty five minutes, and then forty five minutes of, of weightlifting. Just being able to coach and help them navigate through the uh, that whole thing is is just so fun. It's real fun. So, what's the drive behind it? What's the purpose the, behind the play therapy? What does it provide these boys? I would say the case? primary theme and the approach that we have at Sundance is the relationship piece. So, the best rapport building tool that I've ever come across is play. Mm. It gets me down to their level. It brings. Um, them to an understanding that, hey, you can see me in a different light. I can, you know, it lightens the mood and I get to really see them pull those walls down and open up. So it's, it's, it's a real good time. In, in that play therapy, how does that, how does that play into their, for lack of a better way of saying it, how does the play therapy play into their therapy? Meaning you're not doing therapy with them on the court necessarily, or, it, I guess it is seen as therapy, but how does it play into their therapy with their actual therapist right. then? I absolutely believe that um, it is a therapeutic setting in the sense that I'm doing essentially the same things that a therapist is doing, but just in a different environment. The environment is a little more loose, mm-hmm. I suppose. Okay. There's there's some, some type of... Sure. Sure. Safe, safe so, a good word. There's a sense of uh, of a stigma when these guys go to a a therapy office. Mm-hmm. They're like, ah, oh, I'm a little reluctant to open up. Going in to talk about the deep right. stuff. But if I say, hey, 
let's go and play some basketball. We start playing basketball, and the walls come down. Right on. So, whether you're trash talking and having a good time, you can just know that the mood's light. Yeah, so, they, they get comfortable. That's sure. Hmm, that's good. So tell me, the how does... How does that go into? You're talking about trust, then, is also what I'm talking. Is what I'm hearing. Right. Tell me a little bit about that interaction on the on the court, as you said. How does that play into that trust? What what happens? The the barriers are broken down, but can you give me an example what that sounds like? Have you got an experience that you can share that what that maybe looks like? Yeah. Yeah. So you you have a tendency to magnify your your vigilance skills, your observance. For example, we have kids who are overweight. We have kids who are underweight. We have kids who don't like to engage in recreational activity. So just kind of identifying those 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 guys who aren't too comfortable. Just going over to one of the kids I, I was dealing with last week. He has a tendency to, to isolate. So I went over and asked him, "Hey, what's going on, man? You don't you don't want to play?" And he kind of just, "No, I'm okay." So. After cons- consistently asking him, he finally says, I just, I'm not good at basketball. And I says, well, that's fine. We don't have to do that. We can go do something else. He felt comfortable enough to tell me, hey, he'd rather go walk the track. So as we did that, he started to open up about what he does enjoy and, you know, about himself. And that was, that was awesome for me. So, so basketball isn't the, isn't the solution for everybody. Then is, right. is what's coming out. There's no one size fits all, unfortunately. But, uh, Walking does it as well. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me what um, in 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 that trust and build. That's good because it sounds like to me you you're able to build that trust with him that he could open up and have that, and then hopefully that right, right. plays over into his actual therapy as well. With yep. um, and I say actual, but it's all therapy, right? I yes. Mean, play therapy, absolutely. therapy in the couch. You know, whatever the case may be. That's sounds like it's all one of the same to create trust relationship building great so tell me um how does it help from a learning standpoint with these guys uh and your in what you do with them what um what learning factors play a part in that interaction of play therapy uh rec meaning are they are they learning different ways to? Are they getting experience on different ways to learn with you? Does the activity? I mean, tell me what the activity does in addition to building the trust. I guess. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I'll give you an example um, that I had just today. I took one of our guys uh, upstairs to lift some weights. Uh, we took about a group of two or three, um, and a couple of them found out, man, the circuits that we do—they're hard. Mm. You know, and so. Learn how to do something hard. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. They, they wanted to quit midway through. And I was I was constantly on them saying, no, you can't quit. You're not a quitter. Keep going. Keep pushing it. Um, and he says, we were doing the bench. And he says, I can only do 10. And I says, okay. He tried to rack it. And I pushed it out so he couldn't rack it. Long story short, he did 16. He got up and nice. he, was, he was really happy about himself. Built that self-esteem and... I you know I gave him a little chest bump and said you did that man you did that good for you does it does it generate also maybe some uh, creative or not creative but some uh, competition with these boys some healthy competition absolutely I, I think competition has a tendency to either either motivate or it can sometimes deter people and and you know because oh I'm not too competitive but when you introduce some sort of incentive or or that positive talk of reinforcement 
they tend to uh, raise rise to the occasion. If they don't, I, that's where I push them, and um, they respond pretty well. So. Yeah, I would imagine it's pretty easy for a kid that's good at basketball to have a competition. But yeah, so how does that work? With say, for example, use use that example you gave that story you gave the kid just walking walking the court. How does that healthy competition get played, say, into basketball or into something that maybe he doesn't really care to do? Right. I, how does that work? Tell me how that healthy competition comes from a guy, from a kid that struggles like that. Yeah, I think really finding and identif- finding and identifying what he enjoys, uh, and then spinning it to where it can help him, you know, motivate himself to go further. So, like we mentioned, basketball's not for everyone. Mm-hmm. There's unfortunately not a one size fits all for for all these guys, but. It, it kind of magnifies the significance of me finding, hey, what do you enjoy? What do you love doing? We have multiple options, so let's explore those. And sometimes they didn't know. Hey, I didn't know I liked weightlifting. I didn't know I liked running. So when we do find that and identify it, then we can we can kind of put that healthy com- competitive sense in there, and it pushes them to excel. So Okay. I have two questions left. Um, one of them, the first one is, Tell me, tell me the the importance of the play therapy. What what percentage? How, what, how big of a role does it play in these guys's in these boys' uh, recovery or their uh, self esteem? All that stuff. What would you say percentage wise that it, it plays in their experience at Sundance? Uh, I think it's it's significant. It's huge. I think play is, is a universal language. Um, these guys come in, and whether they played board games or they played you know, dodgeball or basketball or football or whatever type of game they play, it really, it really helps because they understand the language of play. And then when you, you introduce character-building opportunities within play, and they, it's something they just pick up on. You know? And so when you have dialogue with them afterwards... And they, they can't at first see it from their perspective. You kind of, as their coach and their, you know, their staff, counselor, what have you, you bring to light some of the things that they didn't recognize initially. So I think it's a huge part. Give me, uh, if you would, um, your your thoughts on um, Maybe anything that we we haven't covered today. I know it's been kind of a short conversation with you, but play therapy is it, it, it's pretty simple from the from the concept. It right. sounds like in the sense right. of you, you just play. There's no there's no real hard thing about it. Is yeah. what it sounds like. <laughs> right. Um, so anything that we're missing that maybe you've that you'd like to touch on that we've talked about, like. Um, for example, I was I was thinking about the um, the consistency or, or how how often what what does that play therapy look like on the how often? I mean, is there anything we've missed in this gambit or spectrum of conversation that we've had with it about play therapy? I would probably say that my concluding thought on on this would be that sometimes it's hard to relate to to certain guys because I, I maybe parents or myself I don't have an affinity for video games mm-hmm. or I don't have an affinity for a, track and field whatever the case may be i think play in general is something they understand so the best if if relationshiping is the most important approach that we take then the best rapport building tool 
that I've ever seen or come across or utilized myself has been play. And they really see they really see me in a different light or our staff in a different light when we're playing with them versus, you know, hey, holding you accountable. And that being that, right. you know, that heavy-handed authoritarian to say, hey, you, you need to do this or this or make sure you do your chores and things of that nature. Yeah, sometimes parents, that's the way we're, we're always seeing because right. we're always trying to, as opposed to seeing us in play. That's great. I love that. All right. Well, thank you, uh, Frank. Appreciate your visit with me today. and Thank you for having me. We'll, we'll have you back, I'm sure. Appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you. We'd like to thank the parents and those of you listening to our podcast here at Sundance Canyon Academy. If you have a question you'd like to ask or a topic you'd like us to cover, you're welcome to email me at nate, that's N-A-T-E, at sundancecanyonacademy.com.